Uh, welcome to Fake Praise. I'm Tony. I'm Eric. And this is a podcast where we watch two bad movies with a similar theme and then talk about which one is better. And this time, the theme, even more so than other times, was pretty random. I, I just kind of mostly fell into it. Mostly related to the title. Uh, mostly. Well, I mean, the, the it, way that I theme. thought of it was yeah, random. But there's a theme. Because mo- a lot of the times I had you know, ideas for themes maybe even before we started the podcast or... Yeah, or really obvious ones. Really obvious ones like the Van Damme doing the, you know, doubles and all of the <laughs> stuff that he's in. You just watch enough Van Damme movies, you're like, why is this happening all the time? This one I really just was... I, I, I came across it... Some comments on something else? I don't remember what you were... Oh, somebody commented about... Yeah, I don't remember Yeah, so I, I was watching Gremlins. That's what it was. And the main actor in gremlins uh zach galligan i was like hey this guy's pretty cute i'm gonna look up what other stuff he's in and then he was in like no other stuff so really the only other movie besides gremlins and gremlins 2 that he was in was this waxwork uh movie and so the main guy yeah i I haven't seen gremlins in so long i didn't i wouldn't recognize he's not memorable uh, in many ways which is probably why he didn't have much of a career yeah um so when I looked up Waxwork on Rotten Tomatoes, it only has nine reviews. So I, I don't. I'm guessing <laughs> it's, it's not old. a. I mean, it's not it's, a super well known movie. I yeah, don't think. I think it might be slightly a cult classic. I don't know. I couldn't really get a feel. I'd never heard of it before. I don't think I'd heard of it before. It only had nine reviews, and one of them says, "Well, it's better than House of Wax." So and then, I said, "Thus, I'll, this episode was born." I said, "I'll be the judge of that." <laughs> So, we will be the judges of that. Yeah, I figured that Eric had already seen House of Wax. I think I have. Yeah. I think I had, but honestly... The, Seemed familiar the more you watched it? Just barely familiar. I honestly, figured you would have seen it because you liked that girl back in the day. Back in the day. So I was like, that but was honestly, back when you were I watching every movie that came out. I snippets of it. It's possible I only saw part of it because I really didn't remember like the latter half of it. Maybe, I mean, it's just not memorable. Well, I, I just... figured even if you had seen it, it was once 13 years ago. Right. I probably and... once saw it in the theater when it came out in 05. Right, because that was back when you were seeing almost everything. Yeah, I was still in school and we saw it. That was before Movie Pass. You had to buy our tickets back then. Yeah, you probably couldn't even they were buy like them online. They though, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I never... And I had my student discount. Yeah, I hardly ever watch horror movies, so I had never seen it. Um, and I... It, it further convinced me to be an episode when I realized that uh, Sam Winchester himself was in it. So I was like, "Hey, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch that. I'll watch a shitty Jared Padalecki pre Supernatural movie. Was it pre Supernatural? Very beginning of Supernatural. I think Supernatural started in 05. Yeah. So this was he was probably he probably filmed it at the same time that he filmed like pilot episode of Supernatural or whatnot. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, we can make an episode out of this." What did I? I felt like there was something else I was going to say, but there's I'll, not much. No wax theme. That's it. Yeah. So They're we waxy. started. Yeah. So our our theme are wax themed horror movies, and we watched Waxwork first since that was the more interesting one. Um, well, normally I like we like to do it backwards. Yeah, but, but this one was we didn't know which one would be worse. Yeah, and I this thought this one was older, so we just if we don't have it, if we don't know which one is obviously going to be shittier. We watch the in the chronological order because obviously, if one's really bad, we don't want to have to sit through that after. We want to have something to look forward to. Yeah, so yeah. So normally we do the bad ones first, but we didn't really know, so we watched. I the had not. I first. had almost nothing to go off of. This was kind of an unknown movie, and like I said, we only going nine. Blind. Yeah, we were only nine um, reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. But do you want to guess what the actual Rotten Tomato score was of Waxwork? Yeah, 
I'm guessing they didn't give it that great of a score, maybe like 45 to 55 percent. 56. So of the nine, five said yay, four said nay. Um, So that's a that's a tough score. I was like, I mean, this could this could go either way. What was House of Wax? 34 percent. 25. Okay, but that had a lot of. So we should have watched that one first. We should have watched that one first, but I I, honestly I didn't think that Waxwork was going to be decent. I I was like, it could be worse. Finding it too, and then we did. We were like, oh, let's watch it or something like that. I think I just wanted to watch Waxwork. I didn't actually want to watch House of Wax. I, I figured the House of Wax was going to be atrocious. And I thought Waxwork would probably be pretty bad, but maybe at least a little bit interesting because 80s and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I was just more interested in in Waxwork. So we start off by watching that one. It is a 1988 movie. And... Uh, Pretty pretty easy plot to summarize. It's pretty straightforward. Centers around a bunch of like I think supposedly college age kids who yeah, I couldn't tell if they were college or high school. It I may have been think some they sort were of, college. I think it was some sort of weird prep school, but I think it was college. I think it was, it was like college. Living at home and talking about books and stuff, but talking about being an adult with his mom, like arguing about. Yeah. I think they said he was 18 or something. Okay. I think they were supposed to be college students. And um, they noticed that a waxwork museum opens up in their town. Like a house, though. It's like on their street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And they were even saying, like, that's a weird place for waxwork. They acted like everyone knew what waxworks was, which I didn't know what it was. I looked it up. I still don't know if it's a brand name or just a generic name for a wax museum. I I looked it up because I was like, is waxwork just a thing? Yeah, because they kept being like, why is there a wax? Work here. Oh my god, we should go check out the wax. If I saw that, I'd be like, What the fuck is a wax work? If I if it was before last week or so, from what I can tell, wax work is just a generic term for creating a figure out of wax, yeah, Yeah, of wax sculpting. So, I think it was just like a shitty generic Madame Tussaud sort of thing. But they didn't put much effort into making it believable that these kids would be at all interested. But the kids are just like, hey, there's a waxwork. And then a weird guy comes out of the waxwork and is right. like, oh, you and your friends should come by tonight and have a private viewing. Right. And uh, when they do, all hell breaks loose and they get like magically sucked into the um, wax yeah. sculptures. and they Into the displays and then become one of the... Once they complete whatever the storyline is in there, yeah, they there's, become the statues themselves. Yeah, there's some sort of uh, it's uh, weird like mythology that they create behind like. Well, first the you just think they're just getting evil. sucked in, but then you find out that these represent yeah evil people or creatures through history, and if they complete all the um, tableaus. Then the creatures all get released into the world. Yeah, and then it's like an apocalypse, right, end of the it's world. Like the hell. Uh, gates open or something right right type thing so getting into the real reason for this podcast we rate each of the movies in four categories acting visuals structure and entertainment value and uh we can give up to five points in each category whichever movie gets the most points at the end we consider the better movie so getting right into it what did you think about the acting for wax Acting wasn't good i gave it one and a half oh wow you gave it much much worse than there was a lot i said straight average i said two and a half okay um you're right i mean it was it was going was very much overacting two or one and a half I probably should have gone two just because the bad people weren't like the most mate, so it should have been weighted a little bit, I guess. In terms of the number of characters that were there, more of them were bad than good, I would say, actors. 
But the ones that it focused on the most were the best of the group. Yeah. But still not good. So it, I mean, like, even the main guy was a little bit, like, overacting. He's not, he's yeah. not, he's not good. I, so the thing is, I don't know. I probably overscored it. You probably underscored yeah, it. Yeah, probably should be two. Because this... That'll work out in the, in the end. Yeah, because this movie is... Um, it turns out the tone of it is very much horror comedy, uh, which I was not necessarily expecting. Well, I don't even know if it's supposed to be a funny per se i thought it was fucking hilarious some of it was so, it, it was it, like was, it was purposeful i would say it seemed purposeful to me that's more of a structure thing right. but uh to me the hammy acting fit in with the feel of yeah it. i guess you could say that and there was even like a couple like fourth wall breaking moments and it didn't yeah, seem slightly. to me like they were necessarily bad actors it seemed like they were purposefully Wait, what was fourth wall breaking when did that happen? a little bit there was there was one point where the main bad guy, the guy who runs the waxwork, right, um, said oh, they'll make a movie about anything, and then like looks right at the camera because uh. <laughs> he was. Cause I think uh, I think one of the kids looks at the waxwork uh, display, yeah, and it's like, what is it? Is it Dracula or something? He's like, oh, it's it's the vampire guy from the movie. So they made a movie out of that. They'd make a movie out of anything, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, it was just it was just them being silly. So I think. I felt like the acting was purposeful. I didn't feel like it was people doing a bad job. Yeah. I mean, nobody really stood out to me. I mean, really none of the side characters, main characters, nothing. They were all kind of the same level of purposeful hamminess. Yeah. This is a movie. Yeah, it should probably be two. Yeah, this is a movie that chemistry doesn't really play a role. No, because, yeah, The characters barely interact with each other. I mean, he's pining after some girl kind of in the... Five He's minutes kind of, of the pining movie. after every yeah, girl. Yeah, <laughs> well, like there was like some relationship drama with one particular like floozy in like the ten minutes of the movie before it jumps in. Whose the... name was China? Yeah, so... right, right. Some like white girl named China. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Gremlins guy. They made him like a real whiny kind of loser. A dweeb, yeah, yeah he, he was like a rich kid, like a snotty loser. preppy kid. Yeah, and all the girls just kind of everywhere. Yeah. And they didn't want anything to do with them. So you're sticking with the one and a half. I mean, I could, I could go two. You're going two. Yeah, I talked you up. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. One and a half is a little, a little harsh. Yeah, yeah. One and a half, I feel like you have to have chemistry issues. Or if I had been well, Also, watching... could have been related to just like the what yeah. they're having to say and everything, not just necessarily the acting. So right. So that could be structure, I guess. But... Right. <clears throat> All right. What'd you say about visuals? I said two and a half. I said three. Because I really... Li- I mean, in general, the movie's not fantastic looking. It's older. Not super high end, obviously, but there were a lot of really fun physical effects there, for gore and people getting like a werewolf literally rips a guy in half like a hot dog from bun. the top down yeah, from the top of like unzips him basically like he grabs his right. hair and rips and him in half from his head half. down yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of similar type gory stuff like that which is pretty hilarious yeah so i i would say my biggest complaint visually besides it being just an 80s movie some kind of grainy and stuff and in kind, general whatever right? yeah was um, the wax sculptures were very clearly just people, people trying right. to stand still stand and not really doing a very still. good job. <laughs> yeah, and in general, it seemed, you know, they didn't have a lot of sets. It wasn't a very big movie. It was all kind of clustered in that one little area. Yeah, but I think, you, you know... You could kind of tell it was low budget, but they did do a good job with the effects. I think they did a great job with whatever did, low budget yeah, they were they working with. Job. And we talk with a lot of these other movies about how even if they look good, they're not impactful. Right. It's a these word, are memorable it's a, and It's visuals. a word that we use a lot, is impactful. These right. visuals, even though there aren't a hell of a lot of them, they're very memorable the when they do happen. I put it 
as two and a half set of threes because there just weren't that many of them. But there were yeah. a lot that I really liked. I kind of struggled with that too because they front loaded it a little bit. With well, there was the a gap. Fun, there, yeah, yeah. They, they had a few good ones in the beginning. Then you, the guys starting to figure out what's going on, and the police are starting to investigate. And then you have the end scene, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's and just the guy, like all this out old guy war. Comes in on a wheelchair. And it's like. <laughs> He's added on to make it a tank. Yeah. And like all this other ridiculous yeah. shit. It's much like old British guys fighting mummies. And, and you're saying monsters. this wasn't a purposeful comedy? Like the guy with the right. wheelchair tank? It's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and uh, I know this is a structure thing, but at one point, the guy with the wheelchair tank that we're talking about, he's this old guy who's an old family friend of the Gremlins guy. Who's just guy. knowledgeable in the occult yeah. and all this other stuff. And at one point, he, he like sacrifices himself to save the Gremlins guy. And as he sacrifices himself, he yells, don't worry about me, I'm old. Yeah. They're like, oh no, and he's like, don't worry, I'm old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not a visual, but that's that's the kind of movie that this right. was. So I'm going to use that to transition into structure, because that's more of a structure thing. Would yeah. you, Do you have anything else to say about visuals? No. Yeah. I mean, I like them. Yeah, I agree. The, the sort of low-budget nature of it was not enough to... To make me unhappy with it no. overall. But all right, what'd you say about structure? Two and a half. I said two and a half as well. Very, very simple overall plot. Nothing yes. wrong with it. There was a little bit of a slow spot in the, in the, in middle, the middle. Yeah. But it wasn't a long movie, so it wasn't bad. It's an hour and thirty five minutes. Right. So, so it was it gets just, in, gets out. You yeah. start off pretty strong. It jumps right in. Yeah. And then it starts off with some pretty awesome visuals and hilarious stuff. And then it has a little bit of a dip. Where I assumed, watching the movie initially, that it was all going to take place like with their first trip there, one night kind of thing. Yeah. But then a couple of the people actually leave, with, and they don't know where the friends disappeared to, and then they end up going back later. And in between where he's talking to the old guy, try, figuring out that this what's going on and everything else. It is, drags a little bit. But yeah. not badly. It just it slows down. And the whole time, you're kind of like, at any moment, a werewolf could come rip a guy down the middle from the top down. So, right. so let's so have it's more of that. Of, yeah, so even though they front-loaded it with that real fun uh, gore, it made it so it was easier to get through the pretty short but kind of slow middle part mm-hmm. until you get to the end that's just like we said it's a full-on war between old british guys and st- well, it's silly also monsters hilarious that the they were so worried about the portal opening to hell and it would just be over if that happens yeah but it happens and then an old a bunch of old guys just stab him and yeah with like sabers yeah, you don't need stuff. any special weapons other than i guess they do reference silver bullets again oh yeah he shoots him with silver so all you needed is, but yeah. the, most of the mummies and the creatures they're just stabbing him and beating him yeah. and burning him and stuff they're literally like having fencing contests right. in the background british guys <laughs> yeah. like fucking dr livingston's and stuff yeah their main their main monster i think like eric said you know they had to bring the 18 most evil beings in the yeah. world back to life and their main evil being was the marquis de sad yeah and uh so it was just some guy in like 1700s attire right, with, with a, a fencing sword. sword he was the main bad guy who really hated uh the gremlins guy because well, he escaped from yeah. the that particular tableau. Yeah. Because if once you, if you're in there and you figure out that it's real, like dreamscape style or something, that uh, it can't hurt you if you're uh, if you don't think it's or Freddy Krueger, not dreamscape. If you're not afraid, it can't hurt you. Yeah. If you're not afraid, you don't believe it. It can't hurt you. So the Marquis de Sade was very mad at him, but then and then when he, he got into the real into world, the real world, he was able to hurt him. Yeah. So I agree. I mean, I I had to say basically straight down the middle, average structure because. It's very straightforward, easy to understand, keeps it moving pretty well. Uh, oh, one of the hilarious parts of this movie, though, which I don't know 
if it was because one of the characters like this really mousy girl who she's the one who goes <laughs> yeah. in to the Marquis de Sade like display yeah. and she's getting all hot and bothered about the idea of being like whipped or choked or whatever and yeah. stuff and they don't really ever explain if that was just her or if she was seduced by this because none of the other people were particularly affected by like they were just there in whatever this scenario was right they didn't know what was going on they weren't they didn't become the characters yeah you know with a knowledge or certain feelings so i think she was just supposed to have actually been like a free a closet freak and yeah. was really getting off on it i think i think so this too poor girl just wanted someone to spank her yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and one, almost died because yeah of it. <laughs> at one point the grim yeah <laughs> at one point the gremlins guy hits on this mousy girl that eric's talking about and she's just like Oh, I want more than you can give. Right. In reality, like she just wanted to be spanked. Of, yeah, she just wanted to get like choked and beat or something. Yeah, she wanted to be tied up and whipped. And, uh, <laughs> like, what? Well, maybe you would have done that. Yeah, he didn't even know. ask. Give yeah. a chance. Yeah, yeah. Don't risk your life in the evil he's, demon. He's not gonna. Escape. Yeah, he's not gonna lead with the whipping. He's right. gonna lead with asking you to dinner. Never lead with the whipping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bad. Take the temperature of the room. Yeah, first. exactly. Bad strategy. We're start whipping him. <laughs> yeah. So I felt kind of bad. I felt bad for the gremlins yeah. guy. I was like i bet he'd whip you if you asked him pretty nice (laughs) yeah yeah um no i agree i it was kind of tough to tell because the very first death is a guy who gets killed by the werewolf the goofy guy their goofiest friend yeah he first steps into the yeah and he doesn't even believe it's funny that they talk about they like spiked his drink yeah he was like oh you put acid in my drink again guys huh you know and then uh I mean, as soon as he starts to see the werewolf happen, then he and believes then he fully. But he wasn't particularly entranced by it. The oh, whole no, he time... He didn't get torn in half. He got bit. Yeah, he watched shot. the werewolf tear another so guy another in d- half. There was a decent werewolf transformation, too, for like a low budget. Yeah, yeah, because he transformed into a werewolf. Yeah. I will say when they first showed the werewolf, that was the first special effect in the movie. Right. It didn't really look great. The no. full-on werewolf that that guy first sees when he gets in there looked a little bit like an evil version version of what was it barf from like space balls <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a morgue or whatever is it is barf no, wasn't it was, his name it was um, the john candy mog. john candy it was like mog or something like that i think he was barf wasn't it in space balls john candy oh i think he says his name and he is a mog you have to look this up all right give me a second i'll look this up because i'm pretty sure you're probably right but he says he's a mog but i think his name is like i've only seen space balls maybe twice so i don't know a lot about it yeah he is barf but he is a mog right i don't know it doesn't say he says something about that a mog oh man dog yeah he's like uh, a man part man dog, a mog. i think maybe i'm getting my space balls knowledge wrong which is terrible i don't know i mean how many times have you seen space i balls? actually haven't seen it that many if i'm gonna watch a mel brooks movie i always go to blazing saddles yeah or robin hood men in yeah, tights men in is tights. the other really good one i mean space balls is fine i mean i like i like i like space balls i like young frankenstein but not nearly as much as he has other two yeah yeah uh so anyway it kind it looked a little bit like an evil barf and i was like oh lord this movie's gonna be just terrible and it had already before you knew that this was gonna be basically an all-out comedy i mean the opening scene is literally oh we forgot to mention this in the visuals but section she, the opening scene like as the credits are rolling is a guy whose house has been broken into 
And then the ro- the person who breaks into his oh, house I like totally forgot throws about that. his head into a fire, so his head is on fire while this guy's like stealing stuff from his house. What does that even relate to? And it's I don't got even the, remember that. It's got the weirdest music over it. It's almost like fifties beach party theme. It's like so that he's like laying so his head is in the fireplace and he's just going and he's like not even pulling it out. He just gets roasted. Yeah, he just lays there and his head burns. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even remember that. What was that relate? What did they steal? Like- so that was supposed to be the way that that ties into the whole movie. That was the Gremlins guy's grandfather. And he was part of this order oh, the, of old British guys. The demon guys in check. And the one who broke into his house was the waxwork manager. The old and guy. And when they showed him stealing, I think he was stealing secrets. So when you're watching the movie, at first it looks like he's stealing jewelry and stuff. Right, but he's supposed to be stealing. He's stealing the, artifacts, yeah, I think. To, to summon these demons. Yeah, so it's hilarious because it looks like this guy's pushed this old guy into the fire to steal some earrings. Right. But in reality, you find out later in the movie, oh, he was he was stealing pipe Miser- priceless. We didn't talk about the German baby midget either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's like a dwarf. It was like somewhere between seven months and 75 years old. Yeah. yeah. Like a German accent. It was a wrinkly baby right. that stood very upright and had a German accent uh, and was very like a Heil Hitler kind right. of. There was like a weird German motif because even the, uh, like the British guys against them and everything. Well, and uh, the only class they ever show any of these kids in is like this lecture oh, style. Right. And he's talking about the Nazi. Yeah. The guy has even like propped up Nazi flags yeah. in the classroom <laughs> to do like an immersive speech on it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, all this stuff is purposefully comic. It's not really overtly. See, it's hard to tell, though, because in a lot of those old school movies, like even the original Evil Dead and stuff, that wasn't really done for comedic effect. It just turns out that some of it was pretty funny. I think this was purposeful, and honestly... Like, the werewolf, the initial werewolf scene is pretty creepy. If mm-hmm. you take out the, the goofy physical effects, that's not done comedically. There's enough overt jokes. I mean, there are enough... Yeah. It's, it's definitely funny. I thought it, we yeah. were laughing. And there is a part... Uh, the second person to die slash just be sucked into the, uh, the, the waxwork scene is um, a girl who gets dragged into a Dracula scene. And, that's China, isn't it? Yeah, that's China, the girl that we were talking about. And uh, she, part of that part of her scene <laughs> that is... That's a lot of good physical effects. Yeah, yeah. Part of her scene is that she comes across... I, I, it's supposed to be her character's fiancé, her character in the dreamscape, in right. the waxwork world. That character is supposed to have a fiancé. And they've like... They've tied him up and started cutting like him up a lot. Li- yeah, they're they're eating him. They're keeping him alive, but they've like cut off the bottom portion of one of his legs and they served it at dinner. Right. But the guy is alive, and when she finds him, he's trying to talk her through like how to kill the right, vampires. But he's chained to a table. But he's chained to a table. Can't do anything. And they torture this poor guy yeah. so much because there's a whole vampire fight and, happening and around they keep him, falling on his like <laughs> like filleted leg yeah, and everything. And, it's, and it's, the guy's like pulling more pieces off of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically bastard. slapstick. You know, yeah. the way that they're, like, zooming in and he's yelling. But at the same yeah. time, it's, like, overtly gory. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's pretty like graphic. But then, getting pushed on and towards, like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I guess that's a good sort of segue into 
the entertainment value. What'd you give it? I said three and a half. I almost put four. I said three and a half as well. This yeah. was one of the movies it that was, I have enjoyed the most watching. If it wasn't watching. for the slow spot, I probably would have given it a four. If it, it was had, genuinely entertaining, though. Agreed. If it had spaced out some of... Not spaced out, but added in some more of a those kills. More, yeah. Because you had some really good kills at the beginning. Right. And that middle part, they could have put good kills. Right. People died in the middle, right. but they died off screen. Yeah. They would like They would show them going into... Because... Like we keep saying, they had the to kill... The cop is the only one that they showed who did the mummy. And that wasn't a very it good one. It wasn't a great one, yeah. But there were two people who died off screen. Like, they walked in, and then they just showed their their waxwork become, right. like, they all of a sudden materialized. The, and with a short movie like that, they could have had an extra eight yeah. or ten minutes of... Yeah, absolutely. Um, or taken out, you know, maybe one other goofy the, I think scene. the cop thing was a little bit too long. They could have yeah. taken that out completely. Especially for not much of a payoff. Because like, nothing ever ended up happening as a result of that. Yeah. The cops didn't end up coming back and solving it. No. The, the one detective who slightly got interested ends up becoming absorbed into one of the, right. the wax things. Right. So they could have taken that and converted it into right. one or two more good kills. But it was definitely entertaining. Yes. I mean, this is a movie that we might watch again Yeah, exactly. At some I will point. throw it just, on and tell just for hey, fun. you need to watch this. I, it has a sequel. I might watch the sequel. Oh, yeah, just, I, I'm guessing... It, terrible. It, it's unlikely the sequel is as good as it, but this was a this was a nice little gem. You know, this yeah. is one of the few pleasant surprises we've right. had. And not only is it tolerable, it's actually enjoyable. It's yeah, like, I liked that movie. I'm likening this in as much as I was surprised and basically delighted. It, it's similar for me to Beastmaster, yeah. where I thought Beastmaster was just gonna be. The most like, wretched yeah, shit was, show. Yeah, I was seen. like, okay, well, at least there's probably going to be like an animal and a shirtless guy, you know. There but were many animals there were, and a shirtless guy. Yeah, <laughs> and it was delightful from start to finish. That's basically how waxwork was. So normally Eric and I try not to talk too much to each other about how we feel about the movies. This one was pretty clear that we laughing, both liked like, it. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Werewolf riffing a guy. And we actually, we actually waited a couple days to watch House of Wax because we were so worried. We were like, we cannot this, watch this that. Is, it's just going to seem like absolute yeah. garbage like we can't watch it on the same day and then even the next day we were like let's let's give it another day because we we're just like this is gonna just seem wretched compared to it so speaking of yeah which, moving on to house of wax um a remake of a one of the class yeah movies which i've never seen that have you I seen i think the i've original? seen it but if i have it was a long ass time ago i mean that's an old like black and white i think yeah it's i i, I believe so like i like i keep saying i don't watch horror movies very often even the yeah. classics i just don't particularly care all that much for them um, i like the horror movies i like are the ones like waxworks or yeah. frank and hooker and stuff like yeah. that you know <laughs> um basket case i don't like them modern the most modern horror movies that i Pretty probably bad. like is probably the hellraiser movies those that's not modern that's what i mean I those said, are like 25 30 years yeah, old they're not much they're probably the same time as waxworks probably i mean i think there were some that were in the 90s and they're they're shitty too but they're i just like those characters yeah i mean that character and everything of of my but yeah i don't really like horror movies yeah at best they're just kind of like time wasters usually um right. maybe you'll get some nudity that was the thing That's neither the of these movies that you get in most of these shit yeah. horror movies and they have a house the house of wax one in 2005 was rated r mm-hmm. and they have all these like all these women and it's supposed to be hot and everything. And yeah. Just, but no. I was either. I was sure there was going to be. Which usually you do. I mean, that's if they already have the R rating, they go ahead and they're like, why not? Yeah. 
but neither of these. So you had an 80s movie with an R rating and a mid-2000s movie with an R rating, right. and neither no of them nudity. bothered to put any nudity. I was, I was pretty surprised yeah. about that. Also, the other thing I noticed about these two, uh, you could have very easily switched the names of them, and it would have been more appropriate. Because Waxwork right. really was about... A house of wax, right? Like, and house of wax was about really a town of wax. Yeah, but the reason they was do about is, like wax works that are all about a town. Right. So it's barely even has a house of wax. But they in just it. wanted to use the name. I and know. The, and yeah. wax works probably didn't want to pay for the rights to. Oh, the certainly not. <laughs> yeah, they weren't remaking. It would have cost anything. them a whole uh, werewolf yeah. ripping scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it it is funny because the you could have totally switched yeah, it, it and would have been more appropriate. But starting off with acting for House of Wax, what'd you say? I said one and a half again. Uh, it was I pretty bad. I said two. Um, one and a half might be more appropriate. Let's talk it through. What, like, make I mean, your obviously case. Par- the face. I said make your case. Oh, Paris Hilton was not good. Oh, she was the, porn star level acting. Yeah. The main chick and Sam Winchester were fine. I mean, let's... But just not well suited for let's these be, roles, Let's I be think. real. I love Padalecki. He's not a good actor. Yeah, he's not the greatest actor. He's, same with that girl. She's he not fits in greatest. Supernatural yeah. because these two main actors in Supernatural have been in those characters for so long. It and I don't just, even know yeah. if she's just... Um, what's her name? Elisha... Elijah. It's Elisha Cuthbert. Cuthbert? Cuthbert yeah. yeah, she just doesn't seem to have a lot of charisma in a lot of her roles. Yeah, like she's not even. It's not even her acting, but it's just not much. She's got of no a, presence. Not yeah, that's why I'm presence. There's not yeah. much of a character there. She's very. And she's the, she's very the best forgettable. friend character was over the top uh, goofy. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, the the black guy that was Paris Hilton's boyfriend was just a totally nothing, neutral, totally yeah. neutral, nothing character. Yeah, nobody the brother was had good. A, was trying a little bit to be this like surly kind of angsty dude but it just chad michael really murray work. yeah so oh it's my just god like, you can't find that guy in a movie outside of the year 2005 kind of goofy too yeah yeah oh fair enough i so one half two neither would be a bad yeah i don't think I'm, I'm not gonna drop my score but right. i think my two is fair because this they didn't yeah, the, the actors didn't have a lot to work with nobody was really miscast besides paris hilton i mean putting her in this movie right. just that was it was a stunt. Sign of the it times. worked. Yeah. They got their money. Um, I mean, she wasn't noticeably bad compared to the rest of them. I thought she was. I, so? I think had... even if you hadn't known she was Paris Hilton, if she had just been another Maybe that's why. Actress, Maybe I had such low expectations. Because you know how her. she acts, and she acts right. just like she acts. Um, I mean, she's she was the simple life in a movie. That right. was... That was it. So she wasn't acting. No, she was just She just memorized there. some lines. She was just there, yeah. Yeah. And even there was a scene where, like, <laughs> she her death scene where she's, like, running from the guy. And the way she's running is, like, her her hands are, like, up at her side. And she's, like, basically tiptoeing because she doesn't want to touch her bare feet to the floor, right. you can like tell. when you're running by the pool trying not to slip Exactly, or exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting here acting it out yeah. like anybody can see me. But yeah. Eric is, yeah, it's like you're trying to run at the pool very daintily. Right. And you're stepping in the water and you're like, ew, ew, ew. And you're waving your arms to your side in little, like, you know, fluttery motions. you to push you in or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she was running like that during her death scene. She right. was just... She was just atrocious. To me, it seemed it was so stilted. It almost appeared like it was one of those where you had to modulate your running speed because they're chasing you with yeah. a dolly or something. Yeah. And if you ran too fast, you'd just go out of shot. That's what it seemed like to me. To me, it just seemed like... But it looked bad, yeah. To me, it looked like she didn't want to touch the icky ground. Like, I... Everyone else ran just fine. Right. So, I didn't notice it. Yeah, what do you say for visuals? I... 
I gave it right down the middle. I said two and a half. Did you? Yeah, what'd you say? I said one and a half. One and a half. I, I see, I wasn't offended. Were, until the very end, I liked the visuals of the melting house. Yes. As stupid as it was, that was a cool scene. Exactly. The idea was stupid, but it looked pretty cool. But that and like her getting her finger cut off was yeah. like the only parts in the movie that I think looked good. And there, this movie starts out incredibly slowly, this actually. This movie, I mean... They're the, not even in the house of wax for like 45 minutes. We can talk about it now, but that's a structure thing. This right. this movie is very slow. So, but And that doesn't that does affect the visuals. There's nothing to look at for, right. I think, 40 and minutes And that's why. In. The only thing you see, literally, the only thing that's any kind of visuals for the first 45 minutes it's like a pile of deer carcasses and yeah. they smell and they're wondering what it is yeah. and it doesn't look particularly impactful or anything it's just right. that's literally it otherwise it's like at a dark campground sitting in a car in the wood like there's just nothing happening after Visually. after that 45 minute mark there's it's pretty steady that they all start dying though it's um, pretty quick, yeah. You but know, none of it is. They get they get Padalecki first. He actually doesn't die first. He, yeah, he just gets a, caught. One and a half first. might be a little harsh. Yeah, I at it too. Yeah, okay. And I said two and a half because I, I do like some of the ones. I think like I liked the the idea of they're trying to peel the wax off his face, and it's like actually peeling his face off. Yeah, and he's still alive. So right, they've he's made still a wax. Alive. So the so what happens is the you know I never gave we never gave a summary no, of this movie. Synopsis. Oh well. So the summary the synopsis not much of, of a the, summary. We've talked about most of what happened. Yeah, they're the, camping on the way to go to a football game. They or they're going to a football game. They stop in at this campground, or it's not even a campground. They just stop and camp, and their car breaks, and so they go to this nearby town to get help. And it's the town of wax, and the guy starts. It's it's a town, him. and they have some weird story about a, a surgeon and his wife who have three sons, and two of the sons were conjoined twins. We don't know twins. the three sons until the yeah. last ten oh, seconds. Oh, sorry, of the spoiler movie. alert. Yeah. But uh, if you if you if the last thirteen years wasn't long enough to watch this movie, right. but. Uh, two of the sons were conjoined twins, but they were conjoined at the face, so one of them was disfigured, and then the mom. It was a wax sculptor, so when she died, the sons took over. But yeah, they... she was an award-winning like a uh, wax museum, and she died. So then they wanted to carry on her work by making a whole town of wax. But yeah. for whatever reason, they feel the need to make them out of real humans. Yes. So they're slowly collecting people to make a whole town of wax. So for the most part, I think they were supposed to have killed the people before making them wax. But for right. for Jared Padalecki specifically. They made him wax while he was still alive, which led to a reasonably memorable scene right. of where they come up and they see him. They're like, "Oh my god, he's cut!" And they and they see his take, eyes are moving. They go to take so. the wax off, and it just peels the skin off. Yeah, like so he got he got really brutalized right. in this movie. Um, I mean, so did Elisha Cuthbert. She got pretty well beat up. She got part of her finger. She got her, cut her off. lips super glued together. Yeah, and then she, she got to peel them apart. Tip of her finger lopped off with pruning shears. Yeah, and then Chad Michael Murray, I think, got crossbow. No, he got, he got stabbed. stabbed or shot yeah stabbed i don't think i don't think anybody got shot um so no, no. they were shooting at people i don't think anyone did get hit with yeah the so poor sam winchester got the brunt of the right. of well, the, the other uh, people, like, abuse they just got killed qu- pretty quickly yeah, like, like parasol got stabbed to the head with a big pole with so a, her head yeah. would have just split open but right. uh yeah so she got stabbed through the forehead with a pole her the boyfriend the black guy just got his throat slit oh that's right so he got yeah. a pretty quick off-screen death and the other then, the, be- the goofy best friend got kind of messed up 
They like, oh no, he, they like chopped his head off with they, double knives. They double knifed him in the chest, and when he fell over, they picked up the knives and then cut his head off with them. Right. So he got it pretty was quick. Pretty quick too. Yeah, reasonably quick. So with the other ones, they were willing to kill them first and then put them in wax. But right. with Padalecki, he he got to. I mean, he was like the last to die, actually, because I think he was supposed to be alive in the last scene when, like, when the house was like melting around him and everything. Right. Um, all right, so sorry about the delayed synopsis on that one. I'm sure everyone was on the edge of their seats wondering what happened in fucking House of Wax starring right. Paris Hilton. But um, no, with the, so with I the said visuals. Two for visuals. Yeah, yeah. Because I did when, like some, and the end scene is kind of cool with the melting. They're like stepping on. The entire building is supposed to be made of wax, which doesn't make any sense. So they're falling through the floors. But literally the floors are goopy and they're sliding yeah. on the melting wax. And they're wax digging and, through the walls. Right, pretty and unique it, at it least. it helps. It helps make it a little bit more believable that why they'd be struggling getting away from right. these two. Because one, there's two main bad guys. It's the two conjoined twins. There's one who is very able-bodied and looks normal. And he's the main bad guy for most of the movie. Because he's, he's the one chasing them. Yeah. And then the one who's actually doing the perverse wax sculpting is yeah. kind of a Phantom of the Opera guy with a mask on. He's disfigured. right. right. And, um, and has a uh, Tommy Wiseau hair. Yeah, he has the worst. The, it's like the shittiest wig. The we were just worst Halloween that. That store wig. Actually, she has a bad wig at the beginning. We forgot to talk oh, about yes. that. It's hilarious. It starts out, and we're like, what the fuck is wrong with her hair? And then probably 10 minutes in, like when they wake up from camping the next morning, she steps out of the tent, and we're like, wait a second. Her hair's actually her hair now. Yeah. So we're thinking that they must. she must have got a haircut after the movie for 24 or whatever else she was doing. Yeah. And then they realized they had to shoot these scenes over again or something. Yeah. And, and for whatever reason, they couldn't get a normal looking wig or even put her in, in like a baseball cap with a ponytail or something like that. Yeah. So they had this really like mall kiosk wig on It was her. really strange. It was a strange it was a, it was hairstyle. It strange cut. It wasn't even the same style. It was almost like... It was like... Uh, the back part was, was like pinned up, up. was yeah. like pinned up in a like messy bun, kind of hanging out. Yeah, the front. yeah. It was really, it was almost like a Rogue One hairstyle. Very, yeah, it was sort of. Yeah, like, like if you took the Rogue, it was even a slightly different color. And yeah, everything. yeah. <laughs> if you took the main reddish. girl from Rogue One and you crimped her hair and made it a little bit messier, and like reddish. That's blonde. what it was, and it was so bizarre looking. And keep in mind, this was the first 10, 15, 10, 15 so minutes of the movie. Her hair for the so movie. we're like, well, are we gonna have to look at this the whole time? Right, the hell and then. And all of a sudden, hair. it gets normal. It's just, normal, it's just normal shoulder length, normal color, normal cut. So I, we totally think they. But then also the second bad guy brother, the crazy one or the deformed one, he has like a really atrocious wig. His wig was so bad that I assumed. I assumed he was supposed to be exactly, wearing a wig. Exactly. I assumed the character. Because his face is peeled off, so like, okay, he doesn't have any hair either. But why would you have like a messy, unkempt and wig? nothing ever came of it, so yeah, I don't it, it think... It didn't like get pulled off when he pulled the mask off or anything. Yeah. So who knows? But it looked like shit. I think it was just supposed to be his hair. I think he was yeah. just supposed to be a crazy guy with long hair, but they got... It looked like... It was like nylon strings. Right, like like a Halloween store. Right? Yeah, it was. Like you go and you're like, keep this shit away from the fire. It's going to fucking melt <laughs> on your head. You talk about a house of wax. Scalpel wax is going to be what you right. have if you go too close to anything. I'm trying to think if I should bump my I mean, that's the visuals. only... I mean, I think two is still below average. So. I, I said two and a half. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to oh. leave it. Yeah, so I said two. two yeah. Two and a half. So structure, what about... So we were... So one last thing. I do think... I do want to say again that it's surprising how much i actually liked the 
melting house of wax. Yeah, I did really Because like when that. I realized that's what they were going to do, I was like, oh, this is so stupid. But it looked cool. Yeah, it did. They actually did a good job. And there was only one point where it didn't look like wax. There was one point that I was like, I think they might be using peanut butter. For it's wax. when they were literally digging through the wall. Yeah, then yeah. you could kind of, it was even kind of like peanut butter colored. And supposedly IMDb, the trivia section, says it was peanut butter. Oh, look so, at you. Yeah, yeah. Guessing. I was like, oh, I Because it was supposed smart. to be partially melted wax. Yeah. Was, the place was burning down. Yeah, so like. So the, it, it would have been easy to use regular wax, but it would have been hard and not look the same. It's well, they would have had to heat it up a lot. Yeah, they... And then, well, then you could burn yourself or Yeah, something. they wouldn't but, have been able to use real wax. Plus, right. the whole building, the floor... The, this is a two-story building, and the right. floor is supposed to be made of wax. Please. Right. Like, yeah. you have to have some kind of structure. And there's somewhere in, like, Georgia or something, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unnamed Hicksville sort of thing. Um, they said something about Alabama, didn't they? Isn't that who they were going to... I, I don't remember, but maybe. that would make sense. It seemed like it could have been Alabama. So nice. And they were supposed to be going to some big football game, so maybe... Right. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, um, no, because they said something about Gainesville. And they weren't talking about Gainesville, Florida, so, so we, assumed Gainesville, it was Georgia. Georgia. we assumed it was Georgia. There's multiple Gainesvilles in the U.S., though. There might be a Gainesville, Alabama. But I think Gainesville, Georgia is the second biggest one behind. Yeah. I think the other ones are tiny. Numbers. Yeah, so some beatnik... Uh, southeast sort of thing anyways a wax building would have been sweaty yeah but i do i do have to give props to them actually making that final scene watchable yeah and and, kind of interesting and somewhat memorable right um all right moving on to structure what do you have to say i said one and a half i said one and a half as well the structure is pretty bad we talked about some of the uh, visual stuff that they messed up the really slow start there were also a few times that were either really goofy edits where the whatever kind of spatial awareness you had of what you thought was going on was totally just distracted. Like this, uh, Paris Hilton's running through the woods. I was going to say, the, the worst the one campground, is... And all of a sudden, she's literally just all of a sudden is in some warehouse building. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Where is this? They were yeah. all through the woods the other... Like, where is she now? Yeah. You don't know where she is. She turns around from her tent. And she... then it's like opens a door. Yeah. And you're like, where the fuck is this? They're like, we've been looking at this fucking campground for half an hour. There's there not a, a warehouse in it instances like that that was the worst one i and didn't also, notice the overall other ones, there was yeah. a lot of like plot motivation things didn't make any sense oh yeah they just showed up in town and were like let's go in the waxworks yeah it's closed let's go in anyway and yeah they, that happened with like multiple characters right and there was a like, weird like that this happened a couple times like compare that to the waxwork movie where right. five minutes in there's an organic reason. I mean, like, there's supposed to be magic going on in the waxwork right. movie. So this this house of wax, this waxwork place, magically appears on these people's, like, walk home. They're so like, they're the intrigued. Hell? Right. And then the guy comes out and invites him to a private party. And some people and are like, no way. And some girl's like, come on, don't be lame Yeah, yeah. So it actually feels pretty natural. You're like, I could see my group of friends yeah, going like to do goofy, that. Yeah, it's like a goofy, like I said, they ham it up a little bit, but it's... And there's, not super unrealistic. And there's really not any point in waxwork that the people do typical bad horror movie decisions. Right. Like, they're not like, let's go split up so that it's easier to kill us one by one. Because the only thing they do that ends up being bad is, oh, I'm going to go under the rope on this exhibit. You know, but that's not... And then they don't know they're going to get sucked in. Right. Something. And like I said, I could see my group of friends doing that in a place <laughs> that you got specifically invited so to. And nobody's watching. So in House of Wax super typical horror movie oh right. we should split up so that we can go look for such and such in they, they are because that, they're really just out of nowhere yeah honestly they don't do a good job of setting any of that up honestly i feel like you didn't even make it clear enough how abrupt them getting to the 
House of Wax, the titular House of Wax is. It's super broad. It is literally 35 minutes into the movie. You have seen nothing, heard nothing they're about just Wax a, anything. Uh, fan belt, and then they're like, a House of Wax. They, yeah. Let's go in there. Yeah. But even the way it's because it's Padalecki's character, even the way he says we should go in there. It's like out of character. Is as if he's been saying it the whole movie. Right. Like, it's finally, as, I want to go in here. It's as if during their whole drive, he was like, gee, I hope we run into a house. <laughs> of wax and if we do i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna see me some wax right. like so when he sees it he like he's worried about his fan belt and then they're like oh we have 30 minutes he's like now we can go into the house of wax that's what it, it was something right. like now we can go into the house of wax as though like, did you care as though yeah as though he'd been waiting his whole life for this moment and there was a lot of little stuff like there that was. where they just didn't do things the way you would think based on either real life or the characters the way they'd been portrayed so far and I I feel bad because I annoyed you with this. I could tell you were annoyed with me. But this it's this movie's fault. It's not my fault. Because this movie tries to set up little character moments. And it tries to give them depth. Right. And it fails completely. So badly. Because it turns out if you try to give a character a, a story that makes no sense within the world of your movie, it just makes it worse. And yeah, it's distracting. it doesn't help. Yeah. For example, uh, the Paris Hilton character thinks oh, that the whole, she's like, pregnant. pregnant thing yeah it goes nowhere right she just has a couple of lines where she's like i'm late or she's you like, know i'm not gonna tell him yet i want to find out for sure first yeah and then the moment the second that she decides to tell him is after she's done a shitty 2005 paris hilton strip tease where she gets out of her juicy couture strip. yeah uh, velour tracksuit yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he dies, so then she runs into this building that wasn't oh, no, there No, she does a strip tease, and then she like sits on his lap, she goes, I have to talk to you. Yeah. I'm not real sure yet. You're like, why would any human being choose this moment to talk about maybe being pregnant when you're right. about to have sex? Yeah, it's the so, worst idea. Yeah, and then they both die within the next five minutes. Um, then there is... God, I can't believe they made Chad Michael Murray the star of this movie. He's That's just... He really kind of he's off putting to me. I've never even seen <laughs> I don't him even know in his anything. Name. I knew I recognized the guy, but I I'd... recognized him from One Tree Hill, which I've never watched. And I think I know his name because it sounds like it should be like a nineties teen idol. Like, like the Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, or Zachary Ty Bryan. Why they all have three names yeah. in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. So this Chad Michael Murray, like his name is just ten years too late. And he looks when his head is shaved, he looks like he should be playing like a somebody in American History X sort of thing. Like he's not really good looking, and he's just so like. And they had this bizarre storyline with him and this his best friend, where the kid stole a car, but he's like he admitted to it because yeah. you'd never been in trouble before. I'm like what? And then he <laughs> he and Elisha Cuthbert are twins, right. and there are some times where he's like accusing her of being fake because she was. Because she was a goody two-shoes, and right. he was a bad boy. So then he'd be like, you're acting like something you're not. But Implying never, that she is actually bad when she's acting good, but nothing that. ever comes they of it. So I kept it. being like, oh, Eric, it's like she's going to be the one who stole the car. And then they're like, no, it was his best friend. And I was like, okay, she's going to have done something, and he's going to have covered for her. And that's why he went to jail, and that's but why he's mad at her, but nothing. There, it was this artificial way of them trying to add some depth to these characters. Yeah. These little offshoot kind, not even storylines. Not just, even. You can't even call them storylines. And it drug out the first half of the movie 
Yeah. Uh, unforgivably long. Unforgivably. Yeah. yeah. 35 minutes until we see the House of until Wax. Until you know that there even is one. Yeah. For the first 30 minutes, this could be a fucking college road trip. Might as well be like, wrong turn or something else. I mean, still yeah. nothing's happened. No no bad things. No deaths. No, no scary nothing. nothing. And it hasn't The bad smell the from the deer carcasses is the worst thing that It hasn't progressed the story because all the only stuff that they have progressed are these storylines that don't matter for the rest of the movie. Right. So, again, to compare it to Waxwork, what Waxwork did really well, they didn't worry about building up their characters. And, and that happens sometimes slow, the ones that matter slowly. Whatever character yeah. development exists in that yeah. happens naturally throughout the course of the movie. And even when they but do bring in it. little things like the like the like the uh mousy girl who actually wants to be spanked, yeah. it <laughs> ends up having an effect because she ends up really liking the Marquis de Sade fantasy. Right. It matters and she for almost part gets of the movie. Yeah, she and she like and wants to stay. Bare ground, bare groundwork of that earlier, not right. some whole, whole storyline about right. It. Whereas, like in House of Wax, okay, I thought they were gonna have some kind of twin theme because the bad guys are twins, I mean, that was the there, good guys but are they twins. Didn't do anything There's no with theme. It. There's you can't no even theme. call it a it's theme. Just, oh, they're twins, and they joke about the good twin and the bad twin, but. There's just other twins, and I guess both are bad, but, <laughs> yeah. but one's kind of worse because he's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's ugly and his hair is stupid. And he was, had rage fits when he was a kid. Yeah. The opening scene had him oh, yeah, that, like, being that strapped went to a nowhere. chair because he wouldn't eat his cereal or something. Yeah. Yeah, and they could have just, just as easily as taken that scene. That didn't that even scene. need to be there at all. Yeah. So it really, you know, that House of Wax is only an hour and 48 minutes. Um, but it felt longer. It felt longer than that. And yes, the last... 45 minutes was pretty decent. You had, yeah. You had all the deaths. You saw all of them. The, so the let's actual... So speaking of what, how about entertainment then? Um, I struggled with it. You go first. I said two. I said two and a half. Because I, I wasn't did, miserable. I, did, I wasn't miserable. If, I'd say if I had to watch this movie again, It'd it would be, be like a one. Yeah. It would be really miserable. But even for the first, like, it, you end up thinking like, wait a second, nothing's happened yet. But at the time, you don't know that they're not going anywhere with these storylines. So it doesn't seem as bad. I kind of kept myself busy trying to guess what was going right. to happen. And in and of itself, none of that stuff was necessarily boring or anything. You're like, okay, they're going to a Oh, they're pulling off in a dark campground. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it just continually is like nothing really happens because yeah. of that. Okay, nothing really happens because of that. But at the time, it sort of is building a little bit of tension. Yeah, and there's kind of like the the goofy sidekick friend has this camera and he's filming everything and the camera gets stolen. You're like, oh, how's the camera going to figure into it? It doesn't. It doesn't you know? And that's just how everything in this movie happens. Oh, how's this going to figure? It doesn't. You know? So but, and then so that all is like I said if I watch I wouldn't want I wouldn't watch this movie again yeah because made, I wouldn't want to sit yeah, there yeah it made for a reasonably decent first time right. watching it but like you said it would be and a even slog. then only because of the second half of the yeah. movie it'd be a total slog to watch this right. movie again they didn't even get a any nudity yeah no nudity <laughs> I didn't even get a shirtless scene from from my dear boy Sam <laughs> I got oh, a shirtless Sam. I got a oh, shirtless Sam. scene from fucking Chad Michael Murray uh, when, when he, he just takes his shirt it's hilarious because she <laughs> falls into the, the carcasses she being Elisha Cuthbert Elisha Cuthbert yeah, yeah and her shirt gets dirty and he's like here, take mine. Takes his white, like stained <laughs> yeah. white beater off, and it's, it's like just, almost as dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just to get her into a sleeveless shirt because before then it doesn't she'd even been... get like wet or anything. It's like why didn't you just have her wearing a sleeveless right. shirt before? Exactly. I think because they wanted him to take his yeah, shirt off. Yeah, they wanted her to get in something slightly skimpy, and him have to take his shirt off. Yeah. What's funny is that then. He's standing there shirtless, so his best friend, who's wearing like two shirts, <laughs> gives, gives him a shirt, shirt instead of just giving it <laughs> yeah. one of the two to the girl. Yeah, yeah, it was a real <laughs> so like he has musical shirts. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's so, 
let's run through. We didn't run through our scores for I the first one. I think I changed one. acting to two on the first one, right? Yes, you so did. So that would be five, seven, uh, ten and a half for me. Okay, so for me, for Waxwork, I said two and a half, three, two and a half, three and a half for 11.5, which is pretty high. That's yeah. one of the higher scores. And then you said two, I said two, two, and, a two half, and a half, two and a half, three and a half. For ten and a half. For ten and a half. So both of us gave that one some of the highest scores that we've actually gotten. And then House of Wax just got totally mediocre. I said two, two and a half, one and a half, two and a half for eight and a half. And I said one and a half, two, one and a half, two for seven. seven, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, eight and a half is not a horrendous score for us in this. Like, I gave the 2004 Punisher an eight. You know, yeah. so I said, it's okay, whatever, it was watchable. Yeah, seven. I tend to score these higher than you anyway. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm just more tolerant than you, Eric. What so. can I say? Yeah. I, you know, going into this podcast, I never would have guessed that I would be giving out the higher scores. Yeah, I am so much more bratty. I think it's the way that you, I think I've been giving higher entertainment scores on a lot of them. But lower on a lot of the others. Yeah, you might maybe. I think that's what the difference is. Maybe. Uh, well, let me look. I keep, I keep some. That's stats. what it feels like to me. I keep some stats to the side. Even you I'm- are just barely right. You, your <laughs> average entertainment score is one point eight. Mine is one point seven. Those uh, are low. We're not usually entertained by these, are we? Um, Our average is one. So most time we're putting one and one and a half. Yeah. We have been super bored by a lot a of lot these. A lot of these are very. I mean, boring. And by nature, the the whole. I mean, structure you, of what we're doing they're not you, good they're not a lot of good movies when you have to average in lost in space to any group it's gonna drag that shit down and uh red riding hood or not red riding hood or snow white and the whatever that one that i was like mirror me. mirror yeah <laughs> that wasn't one of the worst ones for no me. we have super boring movies like lone ranger and just a bunch of god trash lone ranger tommy knockers yeah that one oh was that, was so oh, boring. that was so boring because it was like three and a half hours i would rather oh, that's like, like when it's on an airplane and that's the only you're like nah not watching that oh no you fall asleep yeah or you like, don't fall asleep if your choices are to watch the tommy knockers or, or listen nothing, to a baby screaming you're yeah like, i guess i'm gonna hear yeah, a you'll baby. be like yeah well it's the because that would make the place beauty of life Life. That, yeah. that would have made this flight seem longer. Yeah, yeah, to listen, yeah, to listen to, to Tommy Knockers versus the screaming. Yeah, so on average, my average score for these is seven point six total. What's my average? Seven point two, not as so far not off far, as I would have yeah, thought. No, I tend to give. I think there's been a couple movies that I have done pretty high. I think I'm also just I tend to be harsher in acting for some reason. You're harsher in all of them, in all of the measures, except for structure. We agree on structure more. Okay. So structure, we both say 1.6, but everything else, I'm just a little bit higher than you are. I find that kind of interesting because uh, Eric is much more easygoing in general than right. me. I'm not very tolerant. I don't have good patience for things. But again, I think if a, if a movie's boring, I tend to take it out on some, not even consciously, but I think I take it out on some of these other categories. Yeah. And so many of these movies are boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm trying to look for one that you actually gave it a higher score. Warzone. Ballistic X versus Sever. You gave a 5.5 and I gave it a 4.5. That's the only one? I think you also gave Lone Ranger higher oh, than me. Because you were really offended by that one. Uh, Lone Ranger was terrible. I mean, fucking it was garbage. Terrible. It was trash. But yeah, it was garbage. Um, it doesn't mean I gave it a high score, just a yeah, higher. Yeah, Wild Wild me. West. I also hate Westerns. That's I do true. hate Westerns. I don't even like the theme. Yeah, so those were particularly painful for me. And you don't care about Salma Hayek. So you, oh, you gave Limitless way higher. I didn't like Limitless. That's, yeah, that goes into my weird, like, imposter syndrome right. thing. Um, so what was the one you asked? Probably Punisher Warzone. Warzone. I probably said higher than you. 
I had to talk you into higher scores for that one. You were Not scared to give it. Though. You were scared to I give that. I think I was worried that I wasn't being unbiased. Yeah, yeah. And I had to be like, no, it's actually legitimately good. Um, I mean, I know I like the movie. Yeah. So we gave it almost the same, but you gave a half a half higher. I said 14. Okay. You said 14 and a half. You gave it a five for entertainment, entertainment value. Yeah. Is that the only five I think that's the only five this? I've ever I given. I think that's... I've never given a five. Um, yeah. So that's the only five so far. I think Don't we gave expect a four, any more. Fours on Starship some, Troopers, and I've given that some fours. Yeah, yeah. I actually gave a four to Twelve Monkeys on structure. I think that's fair. It's a well put together movie. I don't like that kind I don't, of structure. Though. I don't love it, but it's I mean, yeah, it, it it's did well it well. It's a well regarded movie. Yeah, yeah. So I think that. I mean, that finishes our recap yeah. of our statistics. So can there you, you tell I have a financial mind? <laughs> Spreadsheets. Yeah, I, I got my fucking movie nerd. spreadsheet. I just, I can't get enough of them. So in the end, I do have to say, I was surprised that Waxwork ended up being the winner. Enjoyable. So go see that one. Yeah. Don't, don't House watch of House Wax, of Wax. House of Wax didn't surprise me. That was no. pretty much exactly what I thought. It surprised me in how much difference there, and the ways it sucked, and how... The latter half was significantly better than the... It did surprise me when it actually got decent at the end. It surprised me midway through. Though, on average, looking back at it, the movie was not surprising. But no. while I was watching it, and then that first half It was setting happened, up to be way terrible. And then yeah. it became okay for the latter and half. And I was just like, is this not going to pull through at all? Are we just going to listen to Paris Hilton just jabber on about being pregnant and give <laughs> she stripped? Yeah. yeah, not even know for sure if she's pregnant. Um right. So it at least pulled through to average out to be whatever as far as our <laughs> what we're used to watching for this. But um, yeah, Waxwork, I, I recommend checking that one out if you have it. You can watch it for free on some weird app that I downloaded that I, <laughs> that I even think is legal because um, we had to watch some advertisements. <laughs> so it, it didn't feel legal, but no. uh, Cox didn't shut our internet off, so... I think we, I think, I think we safe. got away with it. I think we're safe. All right. Well, that is gonna do it for us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, our email address is faintpraisepodcast at gmail.com. or you can find me on Twitter, faintpraisetj. Even though Twitter is a dumping ground for the garbage of humanity, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not on it very much, but I'll try to get better about it. If maybe, hey, maybe you can give me a reason. Yeah, if people to, start messaging you to get on Twitter instead of just getting annoyed at everything in the world. So uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully you will join us next time. See ya.